0: Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich.
1: Welcome to Business Brunch. Today we're talking to a local businessman who joined his father's firm as soon as he'd left school back in 1985. Nantwich Refrigeration Services, LLP, is now a well-established company in its 43rd year, and we're pleased to welcome the managing director, Tim Bauker. Thank you, Des. Tim, you've uh, been with the firm uh, 34 years and clearly the success of Nantwich Refrigeration Services speaks for itself. However, tell us what it was like in the early days joining the, business, the family business as a rookie.
0: Well, Des, joining the business straight from sc- school was a great experience. Um, having seen my dad start the business 11 years earlier, In the early days my dad, who originally was a plumber, used his combined skills to cover all seasons. In the summer he would be out repairing fridges in the neighbourhood, and repairing water leaks and installing central heating systems in the winter. Working alongside someone you'd looked up to and respected in every way gave me a, um, a refined work path in my role in the business. Uh, The business was a real family affair, with my sister Angela working with my father from day one and being joined by his middle son a few years later prior to me joining the business. Uh, Working with the family can be stressful and lead to confrontation, especially living in the
1: same house too. So your dad obviously had a business acumen because the the business flourished in those days. Yes. And So what did you gather from, from your dad?
0: Um, Well first I'd run the business with my brother um, since my father's retirement in 1999 and then on my own since 2013. My father taught me basically um, but importantly to provide a service to the best of our ability for a reasonable cost and that is beneficial to both parties in the hope that the build up um, of a business relationship would go on from there.
1: So you joined as a rookie, you didn't know the first thing about refrigeration?
0: No no absolutely.
1: <laughs> Did you find it interesting or was it uh, was it something that you thought you might move on from?
0: Um, no not really um, I mean when I was at school um, in, in sort of in my career lessons and things like that, I'd always sort of aspired to be a postman. Um, and I think that come from the fact that I'd had many paper rounds in the past. So, um, you know, it was a case of um, it's all I knew. But as soon as I got into the business, you know, it's a very, very unique business. It, it's not like anything else that, that I've um, witnessed or, or, or seen since. So yeah, it's, uh, it's really good
1: because you, you've not only got to understand the the technical issues regarding refrigeration but you've also got to be an electrician of sorts haven't you
0: absolutely yeah and, and when I left school um, my dad sent me to college to do um, an electrical installation qualification um, and that was my grounding if you like because as you say you know that's that's really the background of, of this kind of an industry um, so once I've then completed that it was then more in-house um, tutoring um, on the refrigeration side of the business and then eventually um, we found that there was a local college um, in Manchester at that um, and at the time I think it was only one of two that were doing a, a City and Guilds course in refrigeration and air conditioning so he, uh, he got me onto that and uh, I completed the course uh, three years later.
1: And of course commercial uh, electricity and the installation of that is quite a lot more complicated than um, domestic, isn't it?
0: Very much so, yeah, yeah. Working with a lot higher voltage and and stronger currents and things, Uh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, my only knowledge is three-phase, but I don't, don't ask me what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So just going back to the qualities that you've inherited from your dad's guidance then, you, you became more focused uh, on doing a good job for the right money. Was there anything else that you feel that you're still doing as a result of your dad's um, input?
0: I think really it was it's just a case of you know being honest um and and doing things to the best of your ability and not promising beyond the, the realms of impossibility um you know it's just really being straightforward with people I think
1: Yeah you can't expect more than that as a customer No no if you if you're being given information from the outset and you're following you're walking the talk so to speak
0: yeah absolutely you know I mean we, we find that our business is very busy all year round now in years gone by it was it was quite seasonal and then you'd find that in the summer uh, and it does happen to, to some um, degree now that you know people want Obviously, if if it's blazing hot outside at 30, 40 degrees or whatever it's going to get to now in in the future, um, and they're looking to have air conditioning installed in in their office or something, they, they want it while the weather's you know as it is, not in in a few weeks time. Um, and we just have to explain to people, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're extremely busy. Um, we've gone through an expansion program. We've got more engineers and more staff now than we've ever had, and uh, I don't foresee us going any bigger for the future. I think we've got to a point now where we need to just consolidate and, and stabilize ourselves and we're having to sort of say to people, you know, look, yes, we can do the work that you're asking us to do. But unfortunately, if you want to, to use our services, it's a case
1: of having to wait. Yeah, and on, on a lighter note, that central heating always seems to choose to to break down at the beginning of winter. Why is that?
0: Well, I never got involved in the, in, the, in the plumbing side of things. That was something that I just—it was too cold. That kind of industry, I didn't want to be involved in that. I just stuck to the um, the refrigeration, which is a cold industry. But I mean, you know, not working outside yeah. so much
1: and things. So, I suppose you you um, you could apply the same to say an ice cream machine that decides to. Break down at the beginning of the summer, couldn't you?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing being is that obviously on the on the um, sort of uh, refrigeration side of things, the 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 refrigeration system, without getting too technical, relies on ambient temperature and lots of cool air. Well, obviously, if the ambient's high, then it's putting strain and stress on the refrigeration yeah. system, and therefore you end up with with more faults.
1: And of course, it, it may well be lack of maintenance, which is yeah, c- going to be key to the running of the thing anyway. So, yeah. Tim, uh, tell us about your core business activity and how you've diversified over the years.
0: Yeah, does well, the diversification started in my father's day, really, uh, when the, we were busy with all our eggs in one basket, that being providing a service to quick-save supermarkets, um, when overnight they stopped using us due to a boardroom payout. Uh, This meant that I went on the road to try and drum up some business to partly fill what we'd lost. And then our second milestone came when the bottom fell out of the dairy industry and large farms were buying up milk quotas off the smaller farms. And at the time, we were major players in the dairy industry, supplying and installing um, what are called milk bulk tanks, where farmers keep their milk cool. Nowadays, we are seen as leaders in the cellar cooling industry, um, supplying equipment to beer stores, um, to the hospitality trade of pub groups and independent public houses. Alongside that, we supply and install air conditioning to domestic properties, right through to large offices and
1: factories. So, each time you you make a step out and broaden the services that you deliver how how difficult is that a hurdle to uh, to jump
0: Well, I think you have to do your groundwork first you know and your homework and and we're, we're constantly looking at the competition and the industry um, and Networking with, with um, businesses to see what they're looking for from, from our industry as well. Um, so, you know, we, we, we do a lot of work before we make a decision and then involve all the staff as well. Um, you know, I'm a great believer in, in having staff input. Um, so obviously, you know, the, the, we've got a team of engineers and they're out there in the field. They're, they're working with, it with products um, that are new on the market and you know th- if they see something that they think oh you know that's something we need to get into you know we'll we'll take a look at it and and then make the appropriate moves if if we need to
1: so presumably then uh, once you've decided on a plan of attack you've got to retrain the staff uh, with a, a whole a whole raft of new um, new knowledge about a different industry or a different uh, application to refrigeration or uh, air conditioning.
0: Yeah, um, so we we, as I say, heavily use the staff input, and then um, we then like we'll go to a certain sector or, or a manufacturer um, to try and get product training from the from the company, um, and then we'll send our, our staff down to to wherever it needs to be to get um, trained on that particular piece of equipment and. You know, to gain knowledge so that we're uh, we're ready for when it hits the market.
1: And having all that staff input must really bind the team to the business. And- well, yeah,
0: I, I think it, it's nice that you know people can sort of sit back and go, "Oh, I was part of that," um, you know, and, and they, they just get a, a sense of achievement. You know, if if, if we get to the the, the end goal um, and everybody's had an input, you know, it, it just just makes everybody feel good about um, you know having made that input or given that input and made help the company make the right decision
1: and and as a result of uh, of all that input and and your leadership you now have some very big customers on your books uh, and a, rep- a reputation uh that needs to be monitored and and fostered constantly tell us some of the systems that you've developed to ensure that your customers continue to receive outstanding service
0: yeah, well, we're constantly looking at ways to train the staff to be at the forefront of our industry, be it admin or engineering. Internally, we hold uh, weekly office meetings to discuss post-work and pre-contract issues. We hold monthly meetings to discuss broader issues like IT, health and safety, and general subjects like holidays, etc. We hold monthly health and safety meetings And all this is built around the IIP framework, of which we were credited bronze status at our first attempt.
1: So with all that going on, um, and in the background you've got your father's words about, you know, do what you say you're going to do and and make sure that you do a good job. Uh, It's it's borne fruit and um, you're actually delivering that on a day-to-day basis.
0: Yes, yeah, um, and, and like I say, you know, um, the input from the staff is paramount. You know, we, we do have, have a, I, I am a listening boss, um, you know, and we, we make decisions that the business is going to benefit from, from ideas that come from from the, the staff.
1: And are you continually tweaking that? You continually adding to the customer experience? Um, yes,
0: I mean, some of the things that we've got... Um, Coming up in the future, you know, we're, we're looking at um, enhancement of our website and, and basically a rebuild of that um, to make the, the customer experience online um, more easier to, to, to understand, um, to obtain in, the correct information in, in a quicker time frame. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're always looking to, to improve. You're listening to a podcast from The Cat.
1: You're listening to Business Brunch and today we're talking to Tim Bowker from uh, Nantwich Refrigeration Services. Tim, with customers such as the Restaurant Group, Robinson's Brewery and Harry Ramsden's, it must carry some weight when you're talking to potential customers. So tell us what channels you currently employ to develop your customer base.
0: Yeah does. Well we we network um in the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we use um a new business um called Raw Business Development. It's based in Sambach. Uh Simon and Kate Walter um have just started. Um and that's a networking group as well and, and um a very good one As and to had we also um use social media um very heavily involved in facebook twitter and linkedin um, on a daily basis um you'll see that um what what we're doing that day where we're visiting uh, be it if if a customer uh, has got a tag um, that we can uh, use or um just be it the area or the town or or whatever um and then you know if we're doing installations um what we're installing and, and then when we've completed the installation we'll go back on social media and then we'll put pictures and, and a description of, of what we've done and as I, I touched on before um, we're developing our new website soon so that's going to be very interesting um, but it's it's at the very very first stages of, of development at the moment so um, there's, there's not a lot I can talk about um, yet on that uh, but we're always um, find our reputation um, holds us in good stead as well
1: so you, you're getting a lot of referrals as a result of, of the work you're doing already
0: very much so very much so um, and also obviously people moving on in industry Um we had a, an example of that the the other week uh, where there was a chef a head chef had worked at a local prestigious hotel for many years um, and then he'd gone to to work in scotland and um Last year, I think at the end of um, the autumn, beginning of the winter, um, he'd moved closer to us uh, in Stockport and as soon as he got back into the area, got back in touch with us and said, "Look, you know, can you guys come in and put a new cold room in into this premises for us?" And subsequently, two weeks later, we were installing it for him. So,
1: yeah, so that's a real compliment, isn't it?
0: Very right? much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very nice to, to, you know, to touch base with somebody after. I, mean, I think he'd been away for three or four years, you know, not heard or seen of him he knew where he was uh, through, through the grapevine of, of the the industry but as I say as soon as he got back into the area the first thing he'd done was make contact with us to, to start to use us again
1: and do you keep in touch with people, even if they've moved on?
0: Yeah, obviously through social media. Um, yeah. You know, I, we, we've got our, our business um, platform, but our, our, on a personal basis as well. Um, you know, a lot of customers that we've uh, got to uh, to know over the years uh, have become. Um, and I use it in the loose term, friends. You know, and but associates that that we do communicate with outside of business as well. You know, be it um, sort of similar interests or, or just the fact that you know you're working in a similar industry that um, you know they again you may have somebody that comes to you and says like you know well i've moved to such and such a business and they're using such and such a piece of equipment um you know have you have you ever considered using or looking at that or supplying that kind of thing and that's happened before now um you know and, we, and we've gone down the avenue of uh, of looking at a particular piece of equipment uh that somebody's recommended as, as they've been using it you
1: know so if, you, if you're if you keeping on top of changes in that respect, do you actually go in to a customer and say, well, look, you've got this, this and this, and it might be better if you did went down this path?
0: Yeah, um, obviously the, the industry is changing at the moment as well with the, the F-gas regulations, um, and that's all to do with um, the climate change. And so there, there are lots of... Um, Pieces of equipment that are on the old refrigerant—they're working on the old refrigerant—and subsequently, they're now deemed non-serviceable. So we have to go in and advise them the fact that you know they they can't have them serviced and repaired to a degree anymore, and they will have to sort of start to plan for replacements. Um, But also, you know, you you may get to a stage where there's a piece of equipment that's worth X amount of pounds, and they've spent X Y Z on it over the last sort of six or seven months or twelve months. And you, it's it's of an age that you say, well, look, you know, you're really sort of not spending your money wisely here. It would be far better to to cut the costs and and, and invest in something new, you know, yeah. uh, more modern that will save you on energy costs as well.
1: And with your networking, I mean, it's very time consuming. Absolutely essential, but still very time consuming. Do you allocate a certain amount of time per? per month to, to go out and do your networking
0: uh, yes so obviously we've got um, as I say um networking groups that we're part of that have set meetings uh, times and dates so so the, there is that but i mean generally you know we we do an awful lot on social media as i've mentioned and and that's just ad hoc as and when it, it, yeah. it needs to be done really
1: yeah so moving on good financial management uh, is a cornerstone of a successful business and with that in mind uh, how have advancements in technology helped you run a more efficient business
0: yeah so obviously Uh, as we were talking off air a a little while ago you know our industry went through a massive change many years ago where um, the the likes of mechanical thermostats and time clocks and things that I I grew up with um, became um, outdated and were replaced with uh, electronic controllers and, and the likes now obviously you know the 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 difference in the um, range of those in the operating range um, meant that everything became more efficient, and so subsequently, you know, the the, the industry as 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 got ahead of itself if you like in that respect Um, with with the business um, we're looking to convert to zero accounting um, this year and also by the end of the year we're looking to go paperless with the introduction of, of a CRM a customer relationship management system
1: so that that's a real big move, isn't it? That To go paperless, it's a huge move for absolutely. anybody. Absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's something we've been talking about for, for many, many months now, and it's just knowing which is the best route to go down, and, and still to this day I'm, I'm undecided. We've narrowed it down to three, and it, it's just, if if we could have a system that we could trial and then give it back and say no thank you <laughs> um, that would be wonderful but yeah, unfortunately but yeah. <laughs> that's never going to be the you case you don't have that luxury no unfortunately not so um, we are, again we're doing a lot of groundwork a lot of homework um, to, to try and sort of whittle it down and again with the input of the, of the engineering team um, and the admin team as well because obviously it's going to encompass everybody in the business um, and bring everybody together and make the the business more
1: efficient. And you need good IT support as well, obviously.
0: Absolutely, yes, yeah.
1: So do you yeah. buy that in or is that in-house? Yes, house?
0: no, no, we, we're we not big enough to have an IT department. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we currently have um, a, a couple of companies, a local company that are very hands-on. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we're, we're all Apple Mac um, and there aren't many. Um, and I guess this is a little shout-out there to, to any any companies that um, that service Apple Macs and provide a service for IT backup um, because it's very far and few between you know it's the Rolls-Royce I believe of of IT equipment um, but it lacks in its in its backups of service.
1: Now I was talking to a businessman last week that actually supplies IT support and what they do is they they lease the equipment with all the all the added support so that your equipment is always up to spec. So it would be replaced every three years. Would that, is that something that you've got? got in mind?
0: Not really no, I mean with with our um, printer, um, we did that um, 18 months ago um, we we obviously using far more printing materials and, and doing far more printing than we'd ever done before and our poor old little machine that had been very trustworthy for a number of years um, was starting to give up the ghost and, and cough and choke on us so um, we yes we did that, we went to market and we actually leased a, a printing machine and all right. Consumables and and the backup service and everything with that, um, but what we did as part of our ex- uh, our expansion program um, 18 months ago the first thing we did um, was to um, replace all of our IT equipment and I'm a, again I get this from my dad i think um, you know that he would never go out and sort of buy something on lease or higher purchase as it was back no. then or, or anything um, and so I when it came to the IT, replacing the IT equipment it was a case of um, going out to market finding the right piece of equipment and purchasing it what we're now finding eighteen months later is that with the IT industry, it is such a fast-paced industry yeah. that keeping up with the the actual sort of software, if you like, is, is very very difficult, um, and that's where we we lack slightly in our support.
1: Yeah, like you say, because it's moving so quickly, if you haven't got a system in place to ensure you're up to speed, you can you can soon lag behind, start lagging behind your competitors. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. Yeah so something to consider. Tim, uh, I noticed on your website that you've got a considerable number of accreditations and certificates, a whole page full of them, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so (laughs) quite a lot. Tell us about some of the accreditations uh, that you have and how important they are to you and your staff.
0: Yeah, sure, well, um, I mean, where else do I start but IIP, Investors in People, um, it's what we're all about. greatly believe in the input of, uh, of the staff um, and their knowledge uh, and their expertise in the field and, and their input. Um, so as I've mentioned, you know, lots and lots of, of meetings on weekly, fortnightly, monthly basis um, so that everybody's involved and, and we keep, uh, keep up to speed with that. Um, Chaz and safe contractor um, safe in the knowledge uh, we're doing things correctly again um, we don't like to see anybody come to harm and uh, in any industry, but you see lots and lots of things that that go on in 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 industry nowadays, and and it's something you know that I I just really truly believe that if you're going to do something, you do it correctly and you do it safely. Yeah. So yeah, we 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 very much into into our health and safety. Um, F gas certification, um, up to date with the industry's required level of competence. Um, all of our engineers are regularly tested on a three year basis um, to make sure that they're up to speed. And again, um, you know, there, there may be a, a change in circumstance or a change in procedure or, or something that, that the industry brings in and you're not aware of. So, obviously, as part of the F gas regulation and um, the, the retaking of the, the, the exam, on a on a three yearly basis, it just keeps you up to speed with uh, what you need to be doing in the industry. Um, the Institute of Refrigeration, uh, we're a member of that, and that's our uh, industry's governing body. So again, we get feedback from them um, as to w- as to how the industry is moving forward, um, and, and moves that we need to make to to keep ourselves up to date. Uh, with the industry. Um, Toshiba air conditioning premium club members, um, that entitled us to a seven years parts and labour on all our installs, what well, entitles us to pass that on to all of our prospective customers. So every install that we do, they get seven years parts and labour. There are terms and conditions, but only very minor ones. But um, we're, we're one of very few uh, people that um, that can offer that uh, and that's all backed up with um, our staff training all this is, leads to the, the um, actual premium club um, that you have to have your staff trained uh, regularly um, there are lots of modules that they have to uh, go in and uh, attend um and then obviously once all that's up to date uh we there are other um set regulations that we have to make sure that we prove to them that the equipment's installed correctly it's been commissioned correctly and all these sort of things have to be detailed in document and sent into to toshiba to so that's uh that's again something that um, we 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 have to do but we, we like to do
1: yeah well, of course, if you're, if you're keeping your staff up to speed and they're uh, comfortable in the knowledge that, you know, they're working in a safe environment and that they're trained, it gives them confidence. Yes. And if you're accredited by manufacturers as well, then that gives your customers confidence. So it's a, a win-win isn't it, in absolutely. every respect.
0: Yes, absolutely. And do you
1: get feedback to that effect? From? From your customers.
0: Obviously, they're they delighted the fact that you know that they've they've got a piece of equipment that then's um, warranted for seven years, and so yes, I mean you know obviously that that's the first thing that it is, if you like, it's a selling point, um, but it, it, it's a point that people sort of uh, remember and uh, and predominantly we sell Toshiba air conditioning, but we, we're not tied to them. Um, it's just the fact that you know we're great believers in in the whole module. That that, um, Toshiba and the whole business at Toshiba Air Conditioning is all about you know from this they're not just supplying the equipment yeah. they're giving you the backup of um, maintenance and, and service backup and they're, they're providing training for your staff as well so, so
1: a very good partnership man.
0: absolutely yes yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, running a business is uh, very demanding you don't need to tell you that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and unchecked it does sap energy levels and even worse it would consume all of your time if you let it yeah how do you make sure that you've got a work-life balance? Um, so
0: I dedicate some of my personal time to, to Rotary um, and Freemasons um, to enable me to diary meetings that gives me a break from the business and uh, I also take regular holidays and I sleep. <laughs> and
1: you, you have me time.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. But as, as you rightly say, you know, um, you you can end up where the business does consume all of your time, and there are times when there's nothing you can do about that. You've just got to, to to get on with it. And I think one of the things that helps is the fact that I love the business that I run. I love the industry that we're in. I love the staff that I employ. I love the customers that we work with, and I love the suppliers that supply to us. So you know, it, it really it really is a chore um, to, to,
1: to, to go to work. So, and it must be very satisfying to know that you've done all that.
0: With the help of everybody in yeah, the business, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's your leadership. But yeah, 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 I guess so. Yeah.
1: Okay, Tim, before we finish, tell our listeners where they can find more information about Nantwich Refrigeration Services.
0: Okay, so as I've mentioned, um, we can be found on Twitter, at nannyfridge We can be found on Facebook, which is Nantwich Refrigeration. Our website is www.nantwich-refrigeration.co.uk. But most importantly, we can be spoken to on 01270-589807 as we love to get personal
1: and talk. Tim, thanks very much for coming on The Cap today.
0: Thank you very much for having me, Des. has been a pleasure. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.